Scorched earth and blistered hands Living streams so far away Beckon me into this place In this desert I remain Welcome back to Faith Fit Radio. I'm Katha Laguna here in the studio of the Diocese of Orlando. Thanks for tuning in each week as we bring you different guests from across the states who are passionate about our Catholic faith. This week's guest knows about hard work and the value of having patience, of keeping the faith. I think we can learn so much from Ali Aliyah and her journey from just a typical teen writing music for herself to a young woman with a band who signed a major record deal with Rekindle Records just this past January. This episode is all about having faith in the gifts God has given you and being confident in following your dreams, just like Aliyah has. Let's welcome our guest. Thank you for joining me on the podcast, Ali. How's it going? Great. How are you? Everything's really good. I'm so excited to talk to you. I just recently listened to your entire album, and I'm in love. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. That's good to hear. <laughs> so is it true you spent your teenage years writing songs, but not necessarily sharing your art with anyone? Because how dare you? It's so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I I was pretty shy growing up. Um, I, I wrote a lot, um, stories, you know, like short stories and chapter books and things like that. And then I, I wrote some music, too. Um, I remember being as young as second grade and just writing songs um, that were not very good, mind <laughs> you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's kind of always been a part of my life, but in a secret way, for sure. I, I I guess I just never really felt compelled to share it with people because I was nervous about it or whatever it might have been. And then when I was in high school, because I never played music at all in front of people, mm-hmm. I, I was very private about it. And then in high school, I started dabbling a little bit with guitar, and I I decided to play for some church events, and that was kind of my my way of you know being musical uh, a little more publicly. But it wasn't about me, so it was easier. You know, mm-hmm. I could like just glorify the Lord with it. So yeah, that that's kind of the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have such a wonderful gift of music, and your voice is so unique because. It's just like you create this character. It sort of has like an accent behind the vocals. I mean, I don't know how you do it. You just do. So <laughs> does it just all come naturally to you? Um, actually, yes. I So it's very much a blessing. Going back to, you know, the childhood experiences, of, I think a big reason I didn't share was because I, I didn't feel worthy enough. And that's kind of been a theme of my life. Of like the Lord has just been reaching into my heart in a really strong and powerful way and and being like, okay, you may not be strong enough, you may not be, um, you know, by the world standards, good enough, but let me equip you, let me bless you. And then he takes me to the great lengths. And so in that sense, yes, it has been a, a blessing. So he, he has allowed me to 
to sing naturally, you know, and, and not have to worry about it. Because I didn't have any, um, like, formal voice lessons or anything growing mm-hmm. up. I was in choir and things like that. But uh, that's pretty much the extent of it. So mm-hmm. it's a huge reminder to me all the time of just like, no, I don't deserve any of this. This is all the Lord just using me, you know, and equipping me as I go. Yeah. And so then you talked a little bit about this recently, but early on, um, were your songs always about faith and hope or did you try to gravitate towards that theme later on? Um, I think my songwriting has always kind of just come out of whatever I'm experiencing at the time. Mm -hmm. And that has been a big theme in my life of um, just the recognition that the Lord is so powerful and he can conquer anything. And I've had, uh, you know, a lot of different ups and downs in, in my journey, in my life, and the Lord has been in, involved in all of it. And I can look back and see in those, you know, those valleys, those deep places of whatever it was that I was going through, the despair or, or some kind of heartache, He was there. And at the time, I didn't see it, but later on, I could look back and say, wow, like, the Lord is definitely present there. Thank you, Lord. And out of that, acknowledging that, just naturally flowed the songwriting. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, yeah, it's just been kind of that theme over and over again in my life. Do you think it was um, the fear or this feeling of not being good enough that kept you from recording that debut album all the way into college? Because that's when you recorded the first one, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. So it was really funny, actually. So like I said, I didn't really... Um, publicly share my music at all until high school. And and even then it was really not that much. But then when I was in college, I went to Franciscan University and I was surrounded by extremely talented musicians, all these people who were using their gifts to glorify the Lord. And it was so inspiring. We had coffee shops, you know, coffee houses um, where people could just, you know, get up and perform. And everyone, I swear, was so talented. And it was really wonderful to to witness and, and be a part of. So eventually, I kind of just started dabbling in that and, and getting up on stage in front of people and uh, with my sister who went to college with me and also some friends. And um, it was a lot of fun, so we kept doing it. <laughs> but I, yeah, I never, that fear was definitely a thing. You know, yeah. like I, I didn't <laughs> think that I was by any means comparable to the other musicians around me. And so it's kind of funny when I was a, senior in college, my mom approached me because at this point I had been sharing some of my originals oh. at these coffee houses. Mm-hmm. And my mom approached me and she said, Allie, we really think that you should record an EP. And a lot of my friends at the time had been, you know, recording because like I said, they were extremely talented musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, so when my mom approached me, I was, you know, kind of blown away and I was like wait a minute (laughs) um and my first my gut reaction was no um because I was consumed by that you know Mm -hmm. feeling of inadequacy like who am I that I I could you know sing and record when I have no formal music background Mm -hmm. um and yeah I that's just kind of where I was at yeah and and I I think a lot of people can relate to that because That's something that everyone experiences. I don't think everybody just, you know, is not fearful of anything. I think everybody has some kind of, like, you know, stage fright or getting out in there in public. I mean, I remember speech class. Like, I kind of love giving speeches in class, but being up there, you know, for the first two minutes were terrifying, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's just been a a huge blessing because I I kind of had always viewed myself 
Um, and this is kind of funny. People always are like, Allie, no. Um, but I've always, always viewed myself <laughs> as mediocre in many ways. And this, it's not a bad thing <laughs> when I say that. Um, because I, I'm actually so like drawn to that idea of being mediocre. Um, I love that because it's only in that, you know, being like okay at a lot of different things and not like really excellent at one particular mm-hmm. thing or, or something like that. In that, you know, quote unquote mediocrity, the Lord can enter into that and equip me. And, and it's then very, very obvious that he's the one doing all the work. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's about having the faith because there are so many of us out there that want to give a particular career a shot, but just don't because they kind of sense of like, what if I fail or what if I don't, you know, succeed or if I don't do well. And I think those sort of concerns overwhelm the desire to like give it a shot. So it's so good that, you know, you kept with the faith and believed in what you had to, to actually go out there and do it. Thank you. Yeah. And it's become more and more of a convicting thing in my life that, um, I meet a lot of people who they, for example, um, I do a lot of traveling for my music and speaking. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'll come across uh, a person I'm sitting next to on an airplane or a shuttle or something, and they get talking, and he tells me that he has been, you know, climbing the ladder of success, but he never wanted to be in this job in the first place. And then eventually he just got to this point where he's making a lot of money and he hates it, but he is successful. So he has to stay and he feels like trapped in that and like suffocated. And that's such a tragedy. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is definitely um, honor in, in providing for a family if that's, you know, the case of, of what's going on there. But if, if it's purely just climbing the ladder of success for success's sake, that's a tragedy. Because the Lord has equipped all of us and instilled in all of us something so vital. And he wants us to use those gifts to energize the world and to be fulfilling. You know, we are made for labor, leisure, and love. And the labor shouldn't be, you know, backbreaking. It should be exciting and joyful. And that's such a great perspective. So then I have a a really interesting question, I think. So even if you had failed, which clearly you haven't, was it all worth taking that risk and giving your singing talents a chance? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yes. Every day I this has actually been my prayer from the beginning is first of all, Lord, if it ever becomes about me, like if I ever become prideful over any of this, take it away. That's been my prayer from the beginning. Um but also every day it's I just view it as a huge gift that I'm just given these opportunities to, you know, cooperate in glorifying the Lord. Um and it, if at any moment it all, you know, fell away, I would still be completely 100% satisfied and fulfilled by it because I, I know that I was giving my heart first and foremost to God and it wasn't about me. Yeah, and, and so the the fear kind of just fell away. I still get, you know, stage fright and things like that every now and then. But, um, but it's true that if, you know, if at any moment I, I fail, it's all worth it because the Lord is so faithful and, and he has led me to this place. That's so good. And apart from the faith, I really think that your story makes me think of that one catchphrase, hard work pays off, because you didn't stop at just one album and you strive for more with your singing career. I mean, your hard work landed you this incredible group of talented musicians. Please tell us about your band. Oh, my gosh. They are absolutely fantastic. I'm so grateful for them. Um, So when I when I was a senior in, in college, I recorded my first EP, Jealous Love, and I 
basically just recruited the people I knew around me who um, <laughs> were musical. Um, and then after I graduated, and they were fantastic. I'm I'm so grateful for them. Um, but after I graduated, we kind of all just went different ways, you know, because mm-hmm. um, Franciscan's in Ohio and I live in Minnesota and these people lived all over the place. So <laughs> um, we couldn't stay together for music. But when I moved to, to Duluth here where I'm at now in Minnesota, I met some amazing musicians who I, I'm always blown away by. Um, and it was really, I, I attribute the development of my music so much to their witness. And I, I learned from them so much every day, you know, in playing with them. And um, yeah, they're just incredible. How awesome is it to be able to share that love for music and faith at the same time with them? It's awesome. I love it so much. <laughs> they're fantastic. <laughs> So then let's talk about your latest album, The Labyrinth. This was the band's first full-length album. What was it like working with your bandmates on this album? Because I'm pretty sure it's a little bit different from just doing, like, your own solo stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so all of the music, I wrote it, the the lyrics to it, and then I had a, an idea of what I wanted the the music part to sound like, you know, um, but with no formal training in, in theory, you know, music theory. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily know how to express that. So working with these musicians was so good because <laughs> I, I, I'm i still blown away by how they understood what I meant when I was nice. saying, this is what I'm envisioning for this song. Because mm-hmm. um, they just brought it to life. And it, it was like they, they heard what was in my head and they could just, you know, do it, which was so cool. Yeah, that's so great. And then to go a little bit more in-depth in the album, because I find it so captivating. Like, I was really, really immersed into the world because there's so much poetry in your lyrics, and it's all in the details and the style that you write. Like, I can vividly see the scenery that you're giving me at times. I can feel the touch of your emotions, and it makes your music stand out from, like, all the rest, really. And just to throw out some examples, because I have a few um, of my favorite lyrics. So in the song, The Labyrinth, there's a lyric that goes, You may be lost in Labyrinth, but there's still hope. Clues are hidden discreetly through the terrors of this sharp stone canopy. Very descriptive. (laughs) In Ransom Blood, there's silently I stand and listen as they're drowning out the truth with the profane. Close my eyes and feel the rushing wind like fire inside it swells up and erupts. Like, whoa. (laughs) And then I was especially moved by Torn. And there's, I think there's several instances of beautiful metaphors in that entire song. But I particularly love the lyrics. You're making me feel brave. And at the same time, I've never been so afraid. I feel like it's kind of like writing a novel. It's like fiction writing mixed in with music. What's your magic behind songwriting? I mean, it's truly a gift and talent God has given you. Sure, yeah. I've, I've always been really captivated by philosophy and um, deep thinking and just artistic ways to express truth and what's going on. And also, just in the sense of, of songwriting, it's a very vulnerable thing. So metaphors kind of make it easier sometimes, too, with uh, with that and, and just like an artistic expression of what's like really happening in my heart at a specific moment in my life. Um, so with those songs, those are all uh, the pieces that you drew out were are all really vulnerable moments um, that I was expressing in my heart. So um, with the labyrinth, for example, that's the the namesake of our album, because everything kind of flows around to and from that, that theme of 
this feeling stuck, feeling like you're just trapped in um, this labyrinth, this maze, you know, like this chaos in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, There are so many different ways that we can feel trapped, you know, like um, circumstances like cancer or another kind of illness or a heartbreak or a loss, a death, you know, all these tragedies that that we can experience in our lives. And, And my story was heartache. I was in my room and I was just feeling stuck and feeling like I was completely trapped. And, and the line that you drew out, I, I really did feel like I was lost. And these memories kept haunting me, you know, like I, the metaphor for that or the ghosts mm-hmm. um, that kept coming and attacking me. But, you know, ghosts, they're, they can't really do much. <laughs> they just float <laughs> by and go boo, you know, like, and exactly. um, so I, I kind of had that visual as I was writing and I really made it my prayer. You know, I, I took this to the Lord and I picked up my guitar and I was just, you know, completely undone. And I said, Lord, <laughs> I just give this to you. And in that moment, I really felt him saying, like, no, there's hope here. You know, I'm, I am I think a lot of times we can look at our circumstances and be like, God, where are you in this? And, and get really upset and really mad. And that's my story way too often because mm-hmm. um, I'm a spoiled little brat sometimes <laughs> when it comes to talking to the Lord. But um but it's so true that he's in all of it, all the time, even when we don't see it. So this this image of the labyrinth is really feeling stuck in, in this, you know, stony cave or whatever. And and the cave represents, the labyrinth represents the situation that you're in. It's dark and dreary and, and scary. But the Lord can transform those walls. You know, we think that we need to, like, run away from the walls. But actually, the Lord can use the very circumstances that we're in to lead us through this maze, through this labyrinth, and into a place of complete and total joy and hope and and fulfillment. And that's really the story behind the labyrinth as a song and as a whole album. Um, Every song, like I said, kind of flows to and from this theme, um, which also mirrors the story of salvation history and, and the stories that go on in our own lives. Oh, that's beautiful. And especially the bravery part, because I, I feel like that embodies, you know, your journey as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's been, um, like I said, I can't say it enough. It's been a huge gift. And every day I'm, I just look um, back on, on my life and, and you know, <laughs> I'm just overwhelmed with gratitude that the Lord just keeps giving me opportunities to, to be brave for him, you know, and, and not for my own sake, but um, he, he leads me forward. And there's, you know, in scripture, there's so many stories of where this is the case, you know, like the Lord guides Moses to this place. He guides Abraham to this place. And all the, all throughout history and all throughout salvation history and scripture, the Lord is with us and he guides us to a place where we're going to need to really trust him, really be brave to take this next step. And then something amazing is going to happen. The slaves are going to be freed from Egypt, you know, like all these amazing <laughs> things can happen. And, and it doesn't just happen in Scripture. It really does happen in our own lives as well if we can pay attention to that and be receptive to what the Lord is doing. Yeah, so then looking back at your younger self when, you know, she was a little bit shy and not about being the center of attention, <laughs> yeah. and then seeing yourself now on stage in front of thousands, I mean, how does that feel? And what would you tell another young boy or girl about doing what may be uncomfortable but also something that they love? That's a really good question, because honestly, it's it's never 
been about fame or anything, you know, so it's, I think a big piece of it is looking inward and being really honest with where you're at and, and recognizing that, yes, you, you know, because like humility, I think that, that a lot of us have a false understanding of what humility is. And I did for the longest time, and I still kind of grapple with it, um, that humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. There's that little quote that I've clung to, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I think a lot of times we think to be humble, we have to be like, oh, no, I suck. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm terrible. Um, and that's not true. You know, like, that's the devil's voice. Because the devil wants to bring us down and tear us down, but we have a good father who loves us and delights in us and has gifted us for a reason and a purpose. So if we're really honest and looking into our hearts, um, and this is what I would say to anyone who, yeah, who who needs to be inspired in this way, if we if you're really being honest, look at where you are gifted, because the Lord wants to bless you in that, and He will use you in incredible ways. It may not be the way that you expect. Uh, it it may be uncomfortable at times. It might not be for anybody to see. It might be for everyone to see. But whatever it is, it, if it glorifies the Lord, then it's worth it. That is so beautiful. And how do you think your faith has changed throughout these years of experiencing all these different adventures as a singer? Mm, that's another really good question because <laughs> I every day I am just more and more blown away by each opportunity that the Lord presents to me, you know, and so that gratitude has been my theme for a long time in my prayer um since really this journey began i um i'm able to to look at at the struggles in my life in a new light and really press into the lord's heart and like lean in on him more um than i could before and sometimes the struggles get harder than i would expect um and sometimes i i fall you know but the lord is so faithful and he's so good and and he really does uphold me. And so the, the gratitude is a huge piece. Uh, and my faith journey has been very much uh, in line with that and, and just falling before him and, and being his, you know, letting him wrap me up in his arms and um, draw me into him more and more every day. All right. I'm going to go there, but I need to know, what is your favorite song on the album? Oh. <laughs> I know it's so hard. I'm torn. Get it? Torn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Side note, um, my family is hysterical. Um, they That song, <laughs> anytime we have some kind of, you know, dilemma in the family, like, do we watch this movie or this movie? <laughs> I'm torn. <laughs> and they just sing it. Oh, my gosh. They're crazy. That is so great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. I can't escape it. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, ah, it's, it's very hard because... I, again, going back to the humility thing, part of me wants to be like, oh, that's not okay yes. <laughs> like for me to claim something as good. But um, I I lean into the Lord and, and acknowledge that people are being touched by this. So I will um, acknowledge that it is good. And the song that, that impacts me the most deeply is The Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been times on stage that I've teared up singing it. Um, it it's just the, the most prayerful one i think wow. uh, aside from psalm 127 i think that's another really prayerful one but yeah just the the backstory behind the labyrinth and and how it still relates to me in mm-hmm. my life um i think that's why it it still impacts me you know and um yeah it, it just still moves me and i know that the lord isn't done working in that and so i i guess i have to say that that one's my favorite 
Okay, cool. Because that's one of my favorite, too. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's so great. So what are some of the neat things you and your band are doing this year? Are you guys touring? Yeah, we have a lot of fun stuff that's going on and coming up. Um, We're playing a lot of different shows. Um, Concerts are all listed on my website under the tour calendar. But um, I, I recently signed with Rekindle Records in Chicago. And so that's a big thing, which we're really excited about. I signed with them for a six-month period where we're going to release a single and a music video. And then after that, if things go well, which seems like they will, I'll sign for two and a half more years with them. Wow. And we'll release another full album. So we're really excited to see where this is going to go and how the Lord is going to continue to move in this. That's so amazing. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So then tell us your website so that we can keep um, up with you and all your cool things that are are coming up. Sure. It's ali-aliyah.com. And my name is spelled kind of crazy. (laughs) It's crazy, but it's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) It's ali-aliyah.com. Cool. And then all your albums are on iTunes and Google Play, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Any, basically any online streaming platform, you can find them. You can find hard copies um, on my website. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. And then speaking of social media, I saw that you were doing this cool contest on your Instagram account. Tell us about yeah. that. I think that was really neat. Are you talking about the selfie one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if anyone would like to take a selfie, or it doesn't have to be a selfie if you don't want, if you're not into that, um, <laughs> um, any kind of picture or video that incorporates my music somehow. Uh, and if you tag me in it, I'll send you a, a little watercolor painting um, incorporating the lyrics from your favorite song off the album. Sweet. So then your Instagram is also Ali Aliyah, right? Yes. Perfect. Well, Ali, you've been such an amazing guest on this week's podcast. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It was a delight. Thanks for listening, everyone. And don't forget, be brave, be bold, go out there and shoot for your dreams just like Ali has. Ali's music is coming up next. I'm Catherine from Faith Fit Radio. Catch you on the next one. Scorched earth and blistered hands Living streams so far away You beckon me into this place In this desert I remain Desert soil into clay And with this desert soil
darkness of my soul
Hard to believe that yesterday fled for my life, cowering in fear. Convince me now to quiet down. I'll never stop declaring you are.